This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Say, have we ever breathed such clean air in our lives? With most industries shut down and traffic at levels most of us have never seen in our lifetimes, pollution has gone down dramatically. Some of the most polluted cities in the world, especially in India and China, have seen the biggest improvements. In the U.S., NOAA, or the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, says urban air pollution, including NOx, VOCs, and greenhouse gases, dropped dramatically. One NOAA researcher says these reductions could be permanent if half the U.S. car fleet was electric and more people started working from home. Well, don't hold your breath waiting for half the U.S. car fleet to be electric, even if half of all new car sales were EVs. Starting today, it would take until 2055 until half the fleet was electric. But we do think that a lot more people will choose to work from home, and we have a lot more to say about that coming up later in the show. The drop in traffic is really hurting the daily rental car companies, and it looks like Hertz is teetering on the brink. It warned investors that it may not survive in a year, Billionaire investor Carl Icahn owns 40% of the company's stock, and it seems unlikely he would just walk away from that investment. But if the rental car business is not going to recover anytime soon, he may have to. Here's our AutoLine Insight. The daily rental companies actually make their money by selling cars, not by renting them. The rental fees just pay for depreciation and maintenance. But used car prices have collapsed, And that is what's really hurting all the rental car companies. And this is setting off alarm bells in the automotive industry. In the U.S. market alone, the daily rental companies buy almost 2 million new vehicles a year. But you better breathe all that clean air while you can because traffic levels are starting to go back up again. The Associated Press reports that traffic in the U.S. was up 60% last week compared to its lowest levels of the pandemic crisis. Even so, Traffic is still about half of what it would be normally. Interestingly, the AP found that there is a little difference in the miles traveled in states that implemented tight lockdown procedures versus those that were not so strict or have already started to open up. Sure looks like Elon Musk is dead serious about moving his operations out of California. Reuters reports that Musk and Texas Governor Greg Abbott spoke this past weekend about Tesla moving to the Lone Star State. Abbott acknowledged the conversation, and while he did not provide details, he did say that Musk is, and I quote here, genuinely interested in Texas and genuinely frustrated with California. He also said that Texas would be the perfect fit for Tesla. Musk's threat came after officials in the county where its Fremont, California plant is located, said it had to remain closed due to the coronavirus. But Musk ignored those lockdown measures, filed a lawsuit against those officials, opened up the plan anyway, and dared them to arrest him. Instead, those officials allowed Tesla to reopen its plan. And as we reported yesterday, there was no way those officials were going to be able to keep Tesla closed down while every other automaker in the U.S. was starting to reopen its operations.
Akio Toyota said he's learned a lot about employees working from home and it's opened his eyes to new possibilities. He says he is spending 30% less time in meetings and has cut his paperwork in half. And if you know anything about meetings in big corporations, there's always pre-meetings to prepare for the meetings and then follow-up meetings after the big meeting. Akio says they'd be working off information that was a couple of weeks old. But now he just gets on a video conference without any prep work and makes decisions right then and there. Bloomberg reports that Akio is even questioning Toyota's practice of what it calls Genchi Genbutsu, which roughly translates to go and see for yourself. The idea is that if you see it with your own eyes, you can solve problems faster. But that involves a lot of travel, and Toyota has cut all travel for its employees by 80% this year due to the pandemic. And Akio is not the only one thinking this way. I just got a chance to interview Tom Kearns, the head of design at Kia Motors America, and I asked him how his staff is getting things done while they're working from home. Take a look. I got to say, it was a little awkward at first, but uh, we've, in the, in the past couple of weeks, we really sort of got into a groove. And I have to say, some of the designers have uh, blossomed their creativity while being at home. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, uh, you know, being around their pets or their family or what it is. But uh, some of the best work I've seen actually is, is, uh, has sprouted up recently. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned that. We had an uh, interview with Ralph Gilles at FCA, and he was saying the exact same mm -hmm. thing. Uh, but what what are you seeing specifically? What what do you when you look at some of the the sketches that they're submitting to you or the work that they're submitting? What, what what's really standing out in your mind? Well, I mean, I just I just feel like um, maybe it's just the new environment. Um, you know, a lot of designers sort of have their signature style or their, um, you know, sometimes in the business we say everyone's got one design. And uh, so you kind of expect uh, each designer, kind you kind of, you know, once you give them a design brief, you kind of um, know what to expect. But recently, I don't know what it is, but some of our, our designers uh, have come up with things that I, I've never seen them, uh, you know, uh, uh, come up with before. And so I, I can't really put my finger on it. I wish I could. Uh, but maybe there's something to be learned from um, from this situation and how we work in, in the future. I hear a lot of people talking about that. You know, it, like you say, if you're a clay model or no, you're probably sitting home uh, not doing much work-wise at least. And I've talked with other execs in the industry who've said they're amazed at how much work is actually getting done by people at home. So yeah, maybe we will change going forward. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's something, especially uh, in our creative business. Um, I think we really have to think about you know what we can do to uh, to keep keep the environment and the and the surroundings for for those creative type people uh, fresh and 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 let them you know let them freewheel a little bit more auto line daily is brought to you by bridgestone tires your journey our passion chevrolet recently introduced the all-new tahoe and now it's showing off the law enforcement version there's only two pictures for us to show you so we'll make the highlights quick it comes in two packages one for high-speed pursuit and the other for off-road 
Both are powered by a 5.3-liter V8 with a 10-speed automatic. Upgrades include a stiffer suspension, lower ride height, larger Brembo front brakes, heavy-duty rear diff, and special Bridgestone tires that reduce stopping distance by 11 feet from 62 miles an hour. And you're going to start to see cops showing up in those new Tahoes early next year. Lotus just went into more aerodynamic detail about its new hypercar, the all-electric Evija. The overall focus is on downforce and to get as much as possible from the car, which is made from a single piece of carbon fiber. Rather than try to direct air around the car, Lotus sucks it in to maximize downforce, then vents it out the rear through Venturi tunnels. Active Aero comes in the form of an adjustable rear wing, which features an F1-style drag reduction system. Lotus says the Avija will be the lightest EV hypercar and have a battery pack mid-mounted behind the seats. While it did not reveal the drag or downforce numbers, when asked to compare the Avija to a regular sports car, Lotus's chief aerodynamicist says it's like comparing a fighter jet to a child's kite. We've got more about those in-hub electric motors that Lordstown Motors is going to use in its electric pickup, the Endurance. They're being developed by a company called ELAF, which will also help support and manage the 20,000 square foot production line required to make the motors at Lordstown's plant in Ohio. That means the hub motors will be put together by Lordstown employees rather than having them supplied. And to give a better idea when we'll actually see an endurance rolling down the road, that production line will not be making motors for beta and pre-production models for another six months and will not hit full production capacity for another nine months. Well, they say that the difference between men and boys is the price of their toys. And here's a chance for enthusiasts to show off their real toys. The Isolation Island Concours d'Elegance is a Facebook car show for die-cast and resin model cars. There's a number of classes a vehicle can be entered into, and the model cannot cost more than $350. There are even actual Concours judges, like former Autoline guests Ralph Gilles and Bill Warner, who rate the entries based on four to six pictures and a story of the vehicle provided by the owner. Winners are given real trophies at award presentations, and if you are interested about learning more or maybe even submitting a car yourself, we'll provide a link in the transcript or the description box below. Don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours tomorrow afternoon when Paul Eichenberg, the consultant, will be our special guest. Jamie Butters from Automotive News will be there too, so join me and Gary for some of the best insights into the automotive industry. And that brings us to the end of today's report. Thanks for watching.